Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Exeter Expertise. Today we are talking about the place of sustainability in business schools and their role in helping to tackle climate change and biodiversity loss. And I'm very pleased to be joined by two colleagues from Exeter today, Professors Lara Colombo and Professor Anna van der Broek. Um, we're going to be discussing what is happening in business education currently and indeed what further changes need to take place to ensure that business schools are making a difference in these very important areas. Hello to both of you. Thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Toby. Hello. Good morning. Hello. So if, if I could start with you, Lara, if we go back over the last, say, five to ten years, how effectively do you think business schools have engaged on the topics of sustainability, biodiversity loss and climate change? How well have we done? So in the last five to ten years, I think it has become apparent that business as usual is no longer an option. Business is changing and business schools, of course, are changing too. And I remember when I first set foot in a business school about ten years ago, environmental and social sciences were nowhere to be seen. So mainly the idea was still that the business of business is business and that it was not the role or the responsibility of business and business schools to deal with environmental degradation or issues of social justice. This is now beginning to change, thankfully. And I would say the change initially started with the business school's doors opening to environmental economics. So exploring issues such as ecosystem service valuation, efficient allocation of natural resources. But this is now moving towards more ecological approach, so towards ecological economics. So considering business as embedded in socio-ecological systems or appreciating the importance of limits such as the planetary boundaries. You alluded to a bit there that it's the business of business, but what would you say were some of the main challenges or blocks that existed stopping more effective engagement? I guess whether that's through the teaching or research or through external partnerships, what, what was stopping business schools from doing more? Well, I think there are a variety of very visible challenges, so structural inequalities or exploitative business models and systems of production or unsustainable consumption patterns. But there are also some more subtle challenges that are within ourselves or our own expectations, our own assumptions. And I recently published an article on this in the Academy of Management, Learning and Education journal, where I draw attention to the importance of our own assumptions and how these can generate dysfunctional consequences. For example, if if we assume that humans are self-interested by nature, then we will encourage selfish behavior in students. Or if we assume that we only care about our career as researchers and educators or about grades as students, then we will design systems that reward exactly those instrumental behaviors. Or again, if we assume that the traditional for-profit business is the only credible type of enterprise, then we will continue with business as usual and reproduce its exploitative and unsustainable patterns. And then finally, if we continue to assume that economic growth and social environmental degradation can be decoupled, then we will continue to exacerbate the social and ecological emergencies that we face today. So it's very important to challenge these assumptions and to make space for different ways of thinking. Bringing us up to now, and I'd like to bring Anna in on this point, having heard what Lara said there, where would you say we are now? I understand your fairly recent journey to business education. So what's your perception of the performance of business schools been since you joined the sector? 
I think for me, there is a clear awareness that management decisions um, require an understanding of the complex interrelations between social and ecological systems. I think most business schools, especially in Europe, are aware of this need. However, at the same time, management studies remains very focused on human behavior and social sciences and separated from the ecological knowledge of natural science. And as a result, I see that business schools are struggling to incorporate interdisciplinary knowledge that we need to understand and solve social ecological challenges. And there has been quite a bit of progress. I think that also needs to be said. There are different networks and programs that business schools have joined to fight the climate crisis. We have colleagues at finance who look at ESG reporting and impact investing, colleagues at strategy who look at how to compete as a sustainable firm with non-sustainable firms. But at the same time, these approaches really use sustainability as a context, which they apply their existing theories of established management fields, so finance, strategy, marketing, etc. And these discussions stay limited, as Laura also alluded to, to the assumptions, audience, research questions and methods that we need to develop in order to truly understand sustainability management. And they lack true interdisciplinary conversations. In I'd like to pick that point there about interdisciplinary honour, because it's something I know Exeter are very, very focused on. But for the purposes of people listening to this, can you give us a sense of why working in that interdisciplinary way is so important for you know a major challenge like climate change? So why is it that that's so important? And I guess there's a second question there, which I'd like both of you to look at is, is the siloed nature of a traditional business school, is that such a block to tackling these challenges? Because obviously the whole complex challenge of climate change doesn't exist as a simple, it's a very complex web of issues. I think in terms of interdisciplinarity, I think everyone who listens knows and is aware of a business school works in departments. So there's a finance department, a strategy department, etc. Then as a sustainability management scholar, which I consider myself and I think Laura identifies it as well, you often sit within one of these departments. So if you sit within one of those departments, it also means that you are constrained in the research questions that they ask, in the methods that they use. And one of the things that we need to do better is to allow sustainability management to be a field on its own so that it can really inquire into different questions, explore different methods and develop the theories and also teaching material that we need to advance this field. And that's where interdisciplinarity comes in, where we are encouraged to work with our colleagues in natural sciences, attend conferences that they attend as well, cite their work, collaborate with them together. And what's holding us back at the moment is that if you look at how we get promoted and how careers are developed, it's by publishing in specific journals, it's by applying to specific grants, and these often don't allow space for these type of interdisciplinary explorations and questions. And I think that's particularly where early career researchers that work on sustainability management, where they perceive barriers. And I can give you an example about how interdisciplinarity might work. And indeed, it has been working at Exeter from the BSc business and environment point of view, which I've been directing for the last two years. We have designed a curriculum around three pillars, ecological economics, environmental science and climate justice. So this is about issues of efficient allocation, of sustainable scale and of just distribution. So business and environment students learn together with other students from geography, bioscience, political science, law, and others. 
And they learn that business is embedded in socio-ecological systems. They learn through a combination of theory and practice and through working with a network of local small and medium enterprises, which are transitioning towards distributive and regenerative practices, or which are adopting the circular economy principles. So I believe this is the way forward. This is learning with regenerative business, which is different, of course, than just learning about business. Fascinating insights from you both. What I'm picking up there is that business education, perhaps some of the the structures and processes of the sector as a whole, is not necessarily keeping up with issues that are out there. Therefore, it's hindering some of the solutions that could possibly come through because some of the measurements and the systems are not quite fit for purpose. Would you agree with that? Yes, although... I think the sector has made an almost step forward. On, I was saying there are some challenges that need overcoming, but I think we are moving in the right direction. Good to know. On that point, we talked about where we've come from. Let's talk about where we're going to. For you both, what would you say are the three big changes you'd like to see within business education over the next 10 years, if it's to tackle even more effectively some of these issues that we've been talking about? I think the essay that I recently published really calls for business school leaders to remove barriers by creating an interdisciplinary field of sustainability management. In that essay, we envision a field with different evaluation and promotion logics that's able to reward real-world impact and collaboration with sustainability practitioners and scholars outside of management, so particularly natural scientists. And how we envision that is as a field that complements and not necessarily substitutes the integration of sustainability concepts into existing management fields. We think integration is necessary, but it lacks a more systemic view of how existing fields interact with knowledge and practice outside businesses and business schools. We really envision a path that combines management expertise with other fields to generate and teach new knowledge on sustainable business practice, where we can use novel methods and ambitious systemic approaches to continue our understanding of organizations and interdisciplinary knowledge of ecosystems and planetary boundaries. And I think this call is really directed to business school leaders, even though people like me, an early career researcher, have their role to play, particularly in creating noise. It's the systemic changes at the school level that need to drive this change, in my opinion. What about you, Lara? I fully agree. I fully agree with that. Adding to that, perhaps I should say that in terms of the big changes, first, I think the business education needs to continue to engage or perhaps even engage more with businesses that are regenerative and distributed by design. So it needs to challenge the idea that a successful business is one that is driven by profit maximization. Or for that matter, the idea that a successful individual is necessarily one that earns a six-figure salary. So as a sector, I think we need to focus more on public happiness, on well-being, on ecological flourishing. So make that the needle in our compass. And then as a second change, I think that the sector overall needs to be more inclusive. I studied in Italy and would have never been able to afford a higher education degree if I had to pay for a high tuition fee to go to university. So I could study because education was a right, not a privilege. And I truly believe that unless higher education is made accessible to everyone, we will not be able to find solutions to the grand challenges of today, which are both sustainable and just. And then third, I think, well, there are many things we can say, for example, in relation to the curriculum and the importance of developing cooperative skills or eco-literacy in students. But perhaps something that's less spoken about, I think, is the importance of trusting students. 
there are so many bright and caring students out there and we need to empower them perhaps to stress them less with grades and allow them to experiment, to fail, to learn from mistakes, to encourage them to work together across disciplines, as Anna was saying earlier, and around grand challenges. And I also think it would be great to create the opportunity to learn more about nature in nature. So outdoor education, I think, would be a wonderful direction for business education to move towards so that students can experience firsthand the social and ecological consequences of irresponsible business practices and so that they can be inspired by nature in finding solution to the challenges we face today. That is a perfect place to end on. Thank you very much, both Lara and Honor, for joining us today. Absolutely fascinating talking to you both. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.